lovely humans. My name is Wild Lee, and you are listening to Sex Stories, a podcast where we share stories about our intimate interactions in an effort to improve sex lives everywhere. And my guest today is Kimberly. Welcome. Hello. Okay, so I'm going to ask you some questions. You can answer them or say skip. Okay. What age or generation are you? I'm 22. What is your orientation and or gender identity? Uh, I identify as female uh, and I am bisexual. What pronouns do you use? She, her. Where are you from? Where did you grow up? Culture, religion, values around sex? Oh, sure. Okay. Uh, So I'm from Wisconsin, southern Wisconsin. I'm on the border. And uh, my mom is a gynecologist. So we were never shy or unknowing about like uh-huh. biological sex or anything like that. Like we, we, I mean, I've known what sex was for as long as I can remember. Like I don't remember ever having a sex talk. Mm-hmm. It was never taboo. We were always fairly comfortable with it. Um, and I like that's my background. And my mom is from California originally, born in San Francisco. My dad's from the East Coast, he, Rhode Island area. Oh, so they very, just like met in the middle. Well, he like, moved, okay, they lived in they lived in Los Angeles for a while, and okay. then they like traveled for her residency, and then ended up in staying there. Okay, in Wisconsin. What is your profession or field of expertise? Uh, so I'm an actor uh, by passion and uh, an assistant, also kind of by passion, but also to pay the bills. <laughs> I get that. Yeah. It's like me in photography. Yeah. <laughs> Great. And uh, tell me a little bit about your sex life. Um, okay. So I kind of consider it a lack of a sex life because it's only ever been a, me. Like I've, I am by all mm-hmm. technical, I guess by all, by most definitions, a virgin. Okay. Um, I'd like to unpack that word lack. Okay. I figured you would. <laughs> Um, I guess, I don't know, like, um, I would say it's very active mm-hmm. for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and Does it feel like a lack though? Um, only in that I want there to, like, I have actively wanted there to be another person since I was 16. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just been for lack of, I say lack of a lot. Uh, it's just been... Uh, not being interested in the people that were interested in me, uh-huh. not, um, not, I, I'm very anxious and very paranoid. Mm-hmm. So paranoid. Oh yeah. <laughs> like what, what kind of paranoid? What uh, flavor of paranoia? Oh, like, like, uh, I can't walk alone anywhere. I oh. can't, uh, like it's paranoid, but it's backed by solid statistics. Got so it. it's, it's like fear of being attacked or raped or murdered or kidnapped or something mm-hmm. um although my parents both of my parents separately always joked they were like if anyone ever kidnapped you they'd give you back <laughs> I was like oh Thanks, <laughs> yeah um but um I have lost solidly my train of thought have you always oh paranoia yeah um yeah so like that's also kind of why like nothing has ever happened like I've oh like I'm very adamantly like I would like to have sex with another person it's just a matter of like finding a person mm-hmm. to do that with and who I can, who I like am comfortable enough to have sex with or to, to like, I don't know. I have kind of a deal with my friend where whenever I say it, she's going to take my virginity. So 
Oh, I like that. Okay. Yeah. It's a, that's a solid backup or yeah. an option, I guess. It's more just like just want to experience it with somebody else. Yeah. Not necessarily in an emotional sense, but like in a, in a physical sense. What, what would have to be in place for you to be like, yes, let's go. Like, what do you look, do you have a sense of what you're looking for? Oh, kind of. Uh, I like, I would want to and saying know them isn't really that important. It's more like that kind of instant connection, like where you're mm-hmm. like, okay, I trust you to like not like fuck this up for me. Mm-hmm. Also, am I allowed to swear? Yes, it's, okay. it's always an explicit podcast. Okay, cool. Like I, ha- okay. I can't not check the box for explicit. Okay, cool. I just I was like, oh no, um, <laughs> the poor kids who are listening. Um, no, so uh, you know, it's just kind of like that trust. I have to be able to like joke with them and like. Or not necessarily joke with them, but be comfortable to kind of be ridiculous. I think for me, that's so important. Yeah. Too. So it's like that I trust, but to. it's also comfortability mm-hmm. and, and like feeling at least like I know them. And like, that's really it. And then there's always like that thing where you're like, yeah, I could see myself having sex with you rather. Like I, I definitely have like friends who I would totally have sex with. Yeah. Um, obviously I have like a, an agreement with one of my friends. Yeah. Um, but there are multiple friends that I would like totally sleep with. Uh, but, and then I have other friends who I was like, nope. I just mm-hmm. don't find you attractive at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know what the, like, what my type is or, like, you know, what that recipe is. Do you believe in types? I don't. I don't either. I don't know how to, like, because there's no way for me to be, like, this is the kind of person I'd be attracted to. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I also don't have any experience. I've been on one date. Okay. It was last fall. hmm And I, in hindsight, pretty sure he didn't think it was a date. Oh. So. We saw uh, a waitress together. It was really bad. The musical? Yep, the musical. <laughs> yep, we had coffee that morning. I'm also not a big musical fan. It was oh, just like really? that. We had like coffee oh, yeah. in the morning. It was so nice. And then we we went to like the musical later. And I was like, I was like, I'm, I'm really super ready to go. I was like, okay, I'll totally have sex with him tonight. Like if that's where this ends up, I would like. Yeah. But, uh, but then we like were there. He showed up to, I'm so picky but I like he showed up and he was wearing like shorts and like sunglasses and a baseball cap and like a t-shirt and like I was just raised to like kind of dress up for the theater should I go get dressed up right now no okay. <laughs> we're not at the theater but still kind of I, uh, the theater of life uh, no but <laughs> I, I just like that was like my first thing and I was like no don't be mean but then it was like he started like downing alcohol and like oh um and like, just not like I had to like pull conversation out of him, and I was like, "Oh, this is not fun." That I'm doesn't not... sound picky to me. Well, that's good. That sounds like basic standards. Thanks. <laughs> like, I like having backup. Um, <laughs> but and then we we saw the we watched the musical, and I just was not a fan, and I wanted to leave. I yeah. basically wanted to leave at intermission because I was like, "I'm not enjoying the musical. I'm not enjoying the company." I want to go home. That sounds like a lot of turn offs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then yeah. I went home and I, I had a dance party with my dog. Amazing. <laughs> so that was, that was good. It was actually like a really good night. Yeah. Instead, like in spite of. Yeah. Like I was like, cause I was like, I went on a date. Like I can do it. Like mm-hmm. even if he didn't think it was one, I did. And like, yeah. there was like a roadblock in my mind, I think of like, you can't do this. Mm. And like, I was like, I totally can. Do you have a sense of where that came from? Not to get all therapy, no, but no, no, I'm it's always fine. so uh-huh. curious because it feels related to everything. Right. Well, I mean, I think because like the only uh, – in like middle school, mm-hmm. my friend told me somebody wanted to go to like a dance with me, like rec night. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, like, I don't really want to go with them. But then I found out that like she was lying. Like 
she was pretending that someone was interested in me and I don't really know why. Oh, that's so mean. But like that really fucked with my head. And then like I'm also not like like appearance wise, I'm not like the standard pretty or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Like that has been like drilled into my mind my entire life. Oh. Um so like low self-esteem. Um not really. It's like a weird dichotomy like with that for me. It's like I love myself and I'm a very confident person most yeah. of the time. But then sometimes it's like, oh, this is something that's not available to me. Got it. Because of, I guess, these experiences that like Specifically it. dating and sex life stuff? Mm-hmm. Or is it? Okay. Yeah, I've always okay. felt like that just like wasn't like wasn't accessible to me mm-hmm. in a way, um, which is annoying because I really want it to be. <laughs> that's how I feel often about relationships. I'm like, oh, I could, people could fuck me, but I'll never be the girl. Oh, see, that's so interesting because, like, I, like just that whole, like, everything is, like, not, like, I just, for for some reason, I think it's, like, not for me. Yeah. Like, I want, I mean, I, I don't really know if I want a romantic relationship. I don't know if I, because I've never experienced any anything. Like, yeah. I've, so I, I have no basis to go off of. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, I have like moan stuff that I know I'm interested in. Did you say my own stuff? Because I heard moan stuff. Oh, yeah. It's my own, not oh, moan. Own. Sorry. I just did a weird voice. Because I was going to be like, what's moan stuff? <laughs> no. <laughs> Tell me about no, moan stuff. No, I mean, uh, yeah, moaning happens. In Do my you life. have some moans? I mean, like, yeah, I feel like it's – I because like my roommate, I – I don't like to masturbate when he's like in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't want to be, I don't want to make him uncomfortable. Even though so, I you know, make noises when you masturbate. Yeah, depending on the time like, and like the kind of masturbation. What makes it depend? Well, okay, let's. Mm. Ta- I want to get back to the other stuff, but since we're on a masturbation, oh yeah. Track. So, I mean, I mean, I don't really know. I guess it's like any time. Like, I am not nice to myself when what I masturbate. Like in like a way that I like. Like like and like vibrator immediately to clitoris like let's get it done let's go but like for a really long amount of time like multiple orgasms i have a question wait okay (laughs) okay (laughs) a couple (laughs) questions vibrator immediate to clitoris like high power high energy like directly on your clitoris yeah i'm not nice to myself do you have to like part your lips or is it just like there do you just smash it on top i so i i guess i smash it on top essentially Mm -hmm. and i know where this came from too like if we want to go yes i do i want to go back um but yeah so it's like smash on i don't part because then it would be way too much same okay okay um because like like i've done that before and i'm like okay this is painful i get painful so easily i have to put the vibrator like kind of at the very top like almost like, above my lips like can't oh be quite, see i love like starting get, at clitoris until and then, i get like, turned on the lips and i'm like yeah okay um but yeah i guess the mo- like noises just depends on like how like intense of an orgasm it is like it's usually like the first one it wouldn't mm. like i don't think it would be like the fifth one mm-hmm. you know i I can rarely have five orgasms. Really? Because after yeah, I don't know anybody else's sex life info. Well, I'll well, tell that's you mine. Not true. I do. But I mean, yeah. yeah. No, I, I I normally get real tired around three. Like mm-hmm. in terms of uh, if I'm in a longer session. So I have a master. He mm-hmm. yes. is kinky. We are kinky together. So there have been a couple instances where we've had longer sessions and I'm like in the flow and I can and I have like 10 orgasms. That's happened like Great. maybe twice. Okay. But like the other night I saw him and after 
the second one, he was like trying to make me come again. But I was like, wait, no, because we haven't had butt sex yet. And if I have another orgasm, I'll be too sensitive everywhere. No, oh no. So it's like I. OK, so you do you well, regularly masturbate multiple orgasm missions? I've never only. Oh, that's not true. If I'm like really turned on in my life, I'll mm-hmm. be like, OK, we have to like quick go upstairs. Yes, I do. We that gotta too. Go. I was like, why am I, I was, it happened like literally two or three days ago where I oh. was just like, what? Why? And then I just went upstairs and I like orgasm real quick. And then I like went back to going about my day. That, that's, I do and that a was, lot. I'm like at the computer working, usually editing, usually editing this podcast. <laughs> oh no. Is that weird? Is that creepy if I say that out loud? Hey I guys, I get so. turned on sometimes when I listen to my own sex podcast. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I don't normally get turned on from anything that I'm like, I, that might not be true but like like in the instance where I was like wow I'm really horny it was I was just like horny that whole day mm-hmm. and I was like I okay like we gotta take care of this yeah because like do you notice if that's related to anything else in your life like overall I mean I've tried to like see if mm-hmm. if maybe it was like because of something else but I've never noticed it mm-hmm. like coming from anything else mm-hmm. just yeah. just uh <laughs> uh just I don't know. Like, I just wake up and I'm like, huh, I guess it's this kind of day today. Yeah. Does it, is it usually like one day or does it last? Because I've been going through phases where it's a couple of days and I'm yeah, just like, it's like, I feel like where I'm you're just, just like on. in this, like, and like you just are an entity and you are like, I mm-hmm. am, I'm ready to go yeah. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely yeah. go through that sometimes. Do you ever have sure. days where you feel just like off or closed? Mm-hmm. Like consciously? Like you're like thinking, you're like, no. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like sometimes, cause sometimes because I re- try to only masturbate when my roommate's not home, mm-hmm. I'm like, if he's not home, I'm like, oh, I could masturbate tonight. And then I'm like, nah, I'm not really feeling it. I'm like, ugh, mm-hmm. damn it. The mm-hmm. stars didn't align. Yeah. Um, which is mean, fine. Yeah. I was like, no loss. Like I am alive. Like I can masturbate as much as I want to. Totally. Um, but like I do only, I, yeah, I do only really use a vibrator now. I okay. used to not, but then it was just messier and like, yeah. I just like okay. it to be cleaner. To go back to those details. Yes. What kind of vibrator do you have? I don't know. What shape is it? Oh, um, oh, I guess it, I've never, uh, like, I'm not like an insertion Okay, great. I'm not at me, that level. Me neither. No, um, it's, I don't know if it's a level thing. It's a preference thing. I, I do it. I guess I've done it sometimes. But like, I think I say I'm not at that level because I haven't experienced it. Mm. Like, I haven't been able to. Have you played with putting fingers inside yourself? Yeah, I don't like fingers. Okay. I do like objects. Ooh. Yeah. Um, what kind of objects? Uh, just like, because like, I'm not used to like size in my body. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's usually like, uh, a dry erase marker or like mm. a like um when I was younger it was like the handle of a hairbrush like <laughs> things like that, that. I have um I have a lightsaber um, <laughs> <laughs> um that has definitely been inside of me um uh yeah. is it one of the like retractable ones or no is it just it's lo- like a <gasps> solid one. Oh my god yeah did you put anything on these objects or do you just put them in and wipe them off later or what is i mean like, i clean what? them first yeah and then i just put them in and i wipe them off oh my god yeah. what color is your lightsaber red amazing well i mean when it's not on it's like it's just like clear and then yeah. you like press the button and it's like welcome to the dark side or something. I don't know. Did you turn it on before you put it in? I can't reach the bottom of it if it's inside of me. 
what if you turn it on first and then it says welcome to the dark side and then you're like <laughs> i never did that i'm just throwing I out ideas feel like that like possible I, fantasy options it's like in my room at my childhood house so okay well i'll i guess i'll have to like wait <laughs> until your mom will be like what were you doing in the middle of the night <laughs> i heard it's like I i'm heard watching Vader. star wars it's no big deal um <laughs> oh my god yeah but yeah so like it's it's more like object okay. stuff um, did you ever use you said you used to use your hands um no i used to not use a vibrator so it used to only be like friction based um Wild. i've never successfully masturbated with my hands what what yeah what? Um, wait so what is the friction like like what types of other oh, okay <laughs> like the what are the non-insertion friction objects um blankets pillows mm -hmm. it's like oh my god so many people masturbate with pillows and it literally never occurred to me it never well, occurred it was to like me. my only option because i was i was i didn't have money of my own like i didn't have like anything else I, to do i could never like do go anywhere yeah. with my hands so i was always like okay let's get something to hump essentially so it's basically just humping. when did you discover that like do you remember when how did young? i discover yeah. masturbating yeah, yeah, yeah oh i was eight okay um i <laughs> i woke up <laughs> And it was like, I remember like, I distinctly remember this because I was like on the top of my bunk bed and um, I, it was like, I had somehow like in my sleep, my underwear had somehow wedged mm. between like all of my business. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I like woke up like basically just humping my own underwear mm -hmm. and like, and like I like orgasmed and that was like the first time and I like woke up to that as an eight-year-old and I was like this is great oh <laughs> this my is gosh. fantastic um and then like after that like that only worked so many times like it's like this is your introduction and this isn't gonna work after a while mm. um and then I started like like bundling up blankets and like um using them as kind of like a like a mound almost yeah, yeah, to yeah. like have more of a point um and like pillows that. is not like my typical like I only used pillows like a couple times because mm -hmm. I was like well, I'm not a big fan of like it's like too it was like a throw pillow so it was like tiny yeah. it was like you need the right formed, pillow, and I was like eh, I'm not really into this I was like oh, I'll just use blankets um and then I was like um and then I like got a vibrator like low-key when my parents didn't need to know how old were you um when I go, because I got like a little bullet one. Mm -hmm. I feel like I was like 14. Where did people get vibrators as teenagers? Um, so I love this uh, Chinese wholesale website. <laughs> um, oh, right. You're younger than me. I was like, a website? And yeah, that's right. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. And so wow. like I ordered something else and that came at the same Genius. time. And my parents were always like very like, like they didn't open our mail. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and so like I... It was great because then I used that. But then it was like it ran out of battery and I didn't know. Like yeah. you can't be like, hey, can I get like the tiniest battery yeah. on the planet? Like this Mom, is so clearly not for. battery for a. For a hearing aid? Like yeah. <laughs> lip, lip. Yeah. Super so, powered lipstick. So for a while, like I just went back to like um, humping. Yeah. And uh, sorry. It's okay. Like, no, it's okay. Um, and then when I like got to college, I was like, all right, let's invest. Let's use Amazon. Great. And so like I usually like get like a $20 vibrator. Mm -hmm. Like I got the first one I got last for like a year and a half. Mm -hmm. And I was like, cool. 
Mm. Awesome. And like that was interspersed with like humping and vibrating. And then like over the past two years, it's just been vibrator. Okay. When you're humping. Yeah. Are you on top? You have to be on top. Yeah. Or do you? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you just use your hips or what is mm-hmm. How does it? And yeah. that's how you get the pressure? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just like, it's literally just like, like friction. Like you're just like. I don't know that I could come that way. Interesting. I might have to do an experiment. You gotta try it out. But that, okay. You're like on your knees on the bed. Um, so like, honestly, I would just lay on my stomach. Oh, really? So I would like, uh, and that's like added pressure is just like the weight of the body against the blanket. And then like, you just like spread your lips so that you're like more, you're like uh-huh. closer and then you like do the friction. Um, I would usually read like smut as I was doing it. Oh my gosh. Um, that's genius. To like turn myself on. Yeah. Cause like, I'd be like, all right. Cause like, I wouldn't always be turned on. I would just be like, man, I want to masturbate. So I would like read smut. I wonder if that would work for me. I don't like my body is, I don't know. I'm a weird mixture of sensitive until I'm not. And then I need a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. So I'm always just like, I don't, I don't you're know. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. I have like, I have no idea. Like if somebody was like, what do you like? I'd be like, I don't fucking know. Like, yeah. I'd okay. Like, but on that note, do you have any fantasies? Yeah. What are um, they? They're like not like like a. I just feel like it's such a bad fantasy because it's like. What do you mean bad? Just because it's like kind of a rape fantasy, but like not like it's consensual non-consent. That's a thing. I I, know. I have I have rape fantasies. Okay, cool. And I talk about them with my master. So the nice thing about BDSM is safe words exist so that you can be raped and scre- rape quote air quotes yes, raped. Yes. yes. Um, so you can have a play out a rape fantasy in a safe environment. Right. That's and that's what I'm yeah like interested in yeah. as like pro I mean like I don't know how much I would actually like it. Yeah. Cause it's not like a I don't know. It's like such a specific like it's like yes I would be like it would be like okay. This is hard to explain without like context. So like this like the smut that I would read would mm-hmm. be like kind of a rape fantasy mm-hmm. quote rape, um, but it would be like making the girl like enjoy it, like forcing mm-hmm. her to enjoy it. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, like, I was like agreement nod. I like that. Um, but yeah, so I was like, so like not like like I wouldn't want just like rough like nothing for me. Like I'm very much still like I only like not only, but I only care about myself. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think you should care about yourself. I think also as women, I think oftentimes women or female bodied people are sort of taught to not like that their preferences don't matter and they're, they don't need to care. So it's like, no, no, go ahead and care about yourself first. (laughs) My other fantasy is like, and I really want to like get into this world and I have a mutual friend with you who uh, is going to potentially take me to a dungeon and like start Mm, to like learn kind of. Yeah. Cause like I would like to be a dom or explore being a dom. Cool. Um, Cause one of my other fantasies is uh, just like forcing someone to go down on me like a lot. Amazing. Um, And like, honestly, like that's the ideal way to like first time. I was just going to say, what if that is how you first had partner in sex? That would be amazing. I mean, that's like the goal. That's the hopeful plan. Great. (laughs) Um, But, uh, but yeah, so that's, I guess those are my two main fantasies, but like most of my fantasies are like, cause like the smut I read, like I, I envision myself as both like as both people. Like I envision myself as like both the aggressor and the The, quote unquote, the dom and the sub. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. 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 Um, but like I could never, 
I don't think like consistently be a sub because mm-hmm. I'm so bossy. Mm. Like I and I don't like giving up control. I know a lot of I know like people do enjoy that aspect of it. I do. Like I super <laughs> duper do. But you know there are also things things. There are also people who identify as brats, which are submissives yeah, that get, you know about that? Okay. I know about that. I don't like Not my thing. I'm not, not my yeah, thing. I was like, not my thing either. I'm like, like no, this. I want to do a good job. I promise. Oh, I'm a good girl. I was like, I see, like, <laughs> I just don't like being told what to do. Okay. Like, the, 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 the rape fantasy is, like, the only thing. Got it. Where I would be, like, at the mercy of someone else. Like, mm-hmm. every other instance is, like, a turn off for me. Like, sure. I, I... Um, like it's so, and it, was, and it was like so hard. Cause like, I would like, do you know what archive of our own is? No. It's like a fan fiction website. Um, and I would always search like the R rated, like I would tag like non-consensual. Blah, 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 and is I it like, porn or is it? Um, so it's just fan fiction, but if you search it, how I oh, okay. search it, it's all porn. Um, archive I mean, I, of our own. Yeah. It's like archive of our own dot And like, uh, and like, that's not how I first got into smut, but like, that's how I evolved into smut. That was my next question. Oh, so like, okay. So how I first got into smut was like, I feel like I was like 12 or 13. That was paired with my question. How old were you? Where did it come from? Um, so like first it was (laughs) these Laurel K Hamilton books. I don't know if you know what writer that is, No, but it's like, I thought it was just like, like vampires and werewolves. And so I started reading them and I was like, oh, they're having so much sex and it's very graphic. And I was like, and I'm into it. Um, but yep. like they got very repetitive. So I stopped reading oh, them. Yeah. But because um, I, I was like, I hey, get it. There's a threesome or or not a threesome. There's a whatever, a love triangle, mm-hmm. which I always hate. I'm like, it's more like a love oh, right angle. Oh, my God. I'm so annoyed by love triangles. I I'm like, well, I just first of all, make them interesting. It's like. It's not a triangle because, like, they're, they're always scared of, like, gay characters or bisexual characters. Yes. So it's always just a right angle. Mm-hmm. It's just a love right angle. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not as catchy. Uh, but so, like, I got into those books and I remember, like, distinctly one time being in the guest room reading them and I was just like, oh, yeah, like, this is going great. And my mom walked in and she was like, like, I don't know, she said something that I was just like, okay, I'm never reading these books again. She was like, oh, are you, like, getting all tingly or something no. like that? And I went, fuck, no, I'm never touching these books again. Because I think she was trying to facilitate, like, a love, more yeah. genuine conversation about it. But I was like, no. I was like, nobody could have ever spoken to me about that in any way that would have gotten me to, like, talk about it. I me like, neither. 12. Not at that age. Not at that like, age. Nope. No, no, no. Nope, nope, nope. I was not ready to Mm-mm. share. I was not ready to talk. <laughs> um, but that was like kind of where I like, cause it was like seedy mm-hmm. and like, there were like dangerous aspects to it. So I was like, okay. So then I like searched like, um, like one of my, oh, another fantasy is like, uh, like a massage mm-hmm. with a happy ending, mm-hmm. like ideal. Um, and I also just like love people touching me mm-hmm. just like, not necessarily sexually because yeah. I don't know. Same. I don't know if Same. I don't know if I like that at all or not because it never happened. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I like I love like like casual like like a like on the back or like on your shoulder or like just like on your arm or something. I got like, to be purple for a photo shoot this week. I saw that. I was purple all over. And Miguel the photographer who I met doing nude photos. Mm-hmm. So I put coconut oil on myself, and then he had this mixture of food coloring and corn. I was wondering what it was made of because it looked Food coloring textured. and corn meal. Mm-hmm. Food coloring and corn meal. Mm-hmm. And 
we, he was coconut oiling my back and my like butt area. And he's like, okay, now this is where it starts to get personal. And I was like, I know, I know. Just paint my butt crack. And he had just a paint, oh he, had a, he had a big paintbrush, like a big wide one. It was so soft and it just felt so good. And then he was like sponging the color onto me. And it was like, lovers, this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. We all know that the foundation to an awesome sex life is excellent mental and physical health. But if proper rest, exercise, and a healthy lifestyle aren't leading to the blood flow you'd like when and where you'd like it, check out BlueChew.com. BlueChew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever the opportunity arises. And the process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you are approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online, so no visits to the doctor's office, no dealing with awkward physicians who aren't trained to talk about sex lives, plus no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet pack. They always say first impressions are important, but what about lasting impressions? Lovers, I do believe that we can always make loving, lasting impressions by connecting and being present and chasing our pleasure and our partner's pleasure. And if your priority is making a deep, deep impression between two beautiful, enthusiastic thighs or cheeks in the name of partnered pleasure, I get it. I've worn a strap on now. I, too, love having a hard cock. Blue Chew and I want you to have better sex. Discover your options at BlueChew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code LOVER at checkout. You just pay $5 for shipping. That is BlueChew.com promo code LOVER to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And thank you to Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Like part of because well, I go to the I go to this like student massage school on like a Where is basis. That? I'll send you the link. Okay. Um, but it's like thirty five bucks for a fifty minute massage. Amazing. Um, sometimes they're not great, but it's still like very nice. And like yesterday, it was I I did one yesterday, and she was like, she was like, like it was the first time that somebody had like touched my shoulders, and I went, oh. I think I would like someone to bite my neck. Mm. Like I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, wow. I'm, like in my head, I was like, wow, I'm really sorry, massage lady. You don't need to be part of this. But like, but, and it was just Wait, so you nice. didn't say that out loud. Oh, God, no. Then oh, you're fine. No, no, no. But it was just like so nice because it's just like physical contact because I, yeah. I very much like, I hate uh, forced physical contact. Yes. I hate, I, I don't normally like hugs because mm-hmm. they just always feel kind of, not always, but they kind of feel like someone feels like they need to do it. Like you don't. Like, you don't know if they're thing. happening. Or exactly. You that's why I've been over asking. I that's, like. No, I, that's totally great. Because like, uh, I had a friend ask me. Uh, he was like, "Oh, like, do you mind if like I hug you goodbye?" And I was like, "You know, I'm not really feeling it. Like, I don't really wanna. I don't really wanna touch anybody right now." Yeah. Um, also, I just want to say I've been using the phrase, "Do you want to have a hug with clients or people when I either when I'm saying hello or goodbye if it feels like they do." Because I think it's so much easier. I don't like, do you mind? Because then it's like, oh, I mind. But if I say, do you want to have a hug? It's like a funny way to say it. And then people are like disarmed and they, and, right. and they can, they can barely easily be like, no, I'm good. Like, yeah. Like it's like yeah. a, it's a more positive, yeah. but he, and he's, he's very sweet. Yeah, it's just he, totally. And he, he tries, sometimes he tries a little too hard. Yes. Um, yep. Yep. but it was, I'll take it. Like that was very nice. And I appreciated that. Um, but then he felt weird any other time, like every yeah, time after exactly. we've seen each other, he was like, hey, could we like R&D, like a way to physically say hello or goodbye to each other? And I was like, sure, man, like fine. Did um, you guys do it? Uh, we tried a couple things, like a high five uh, or like yeah, a weird. Five. And then I was just like, 
I was like, you know what? Like, we're at a level where I'm comfortable hugging you. Like, it's fine. Yeah. Like, yeah. You don't have to feel weird about it. But um, I was like, it was just really that day that yeah. I didn't want to hug. And, like, part of, like, at my work, like, everyone hugs. And at one point we had a new co-worker, like, almost a year ago now. Mm-hmm. And everyone, like, hugged goodbye. And he was like, oh, am I at hugging level with you yet? And I was like, no one's really at huggle- hugging level with me. Like, they just hug me. And everyone went, oh. And so <laughs> – and most of them, like, because I said it loud enough for everyone to hear, because I was like, oh please stop gosh. hugging me. I don't know how to, like, bring this yeah. up. Um, and, and I've gotten a lot better about, like, speaking up for myself since then. Yeah. Uh, how do you do that? Um, well, my one coworker kind of made, like, a joke about it. Like, he was always like, real hug, like, and, like, would still hug me. And I just, like, took him aside one day and I was like, hey, I am not, I don't like hugs. Like, I don't really think it's funny and I don't want to hug you it's nothing against you it's I don't like being hugged and he was just kind of like oh okay um and he hasn't hugged me since but he does like make a lot of jokes about it so annoying but good um, for you for speaking up thank you uh and my friend and coworker uh is gonna talk to him about it and if he doesn't stop joking around I'm gonna email him and be like good have it in writing yeah my therapist was like if this continues just have something in writing yes. and I was like yeah, that's Great. what you have to do. Helpful. Yeah, I was like, yeah. and it's not like harassment or anything, but it's just like, obnoxious. Kind of, I mean, but you have to put it in writing because if it turns into harassment or goes down the road, you have exactly. to have that trail. Exactly, I have to yeah. have a paper trail. Yeah. Which is obnoxious, but here we go. But yeah, so like I'm not a big hugging person, but I like casual Why? physical touch. I don't know. Okay. Like I, when I think of hugs, I think of like my parents. Mm-hmm. Like I, like a hug from my dad can make me start crying. Mm. Like I, like it's, it's just like a different experience. Mm-hmm. And then like, I think it's like the casual nature of hugs. Like I just don't, like I'm not, I don't know. Like it's, it feels like more of an emotional thing to me than what a lot of people feel like hugs are. And it's so hard to explain. Cause like, I don't really fully understand it, but I, but I do love, I love like casual physical touches. Like if somebody ever like touches my shoulders, I'm like, oh. I like, if somebody like scratches my head or like rubs my head i'm like oh my god you could do anything to me like a friend like, like anybody, someone you know literally anybody. no if a stranger on the subway that would was be like creepy. okay yeah. that would be creepy but like i yeah if like a friend is just like a little scratch on my head I'm yeah like, or if somebody like plays with my hair i'm like yeah. <gasps> like i'm like this is the best thing ever I, like i'm I a am cat the, yeah like, yeah just touch me and then i get mad like a cat too like i'm like stop touching me now. yeah oh and you claw <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then i bite them um does your Discomfort or dislike of hugs feel related to the protective feeling you feel around being in the world, like around attacked, around your like protective vibes towards yourself? Probably. I mean, and it's it's kind of like a dangerous game that I've I or not game. It's like a dangerous standard I've set. Is that like I make it very clear I don't want to be hugged, and Mm. then nobody feels comfortable touching me Mm because we don't want to upset my boundaries so yeah. like I'm I'm trying to get my friends now to be more comfortable physically engaging with me because like they know that I don't like strangers touching them so I think subconsciously yeah. or whatever they're like okay I can't like do that and I'm like no 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 <laughs> my little sister whenever we're hanging out or she'll spend the night here a lot and she'll just put her arm out for tickles 
let, like that's a signal that she just wants me to tickle her or oh, she'll like so she'll like nuzzle me with her head because she likes head scratches like if I do a little <sighs> yeah. bit of back scratches she says like more oh my god yeah back scratches are the best like I was sick this last week and I was like hanging I was at my mom's and uh she like she like lightly just scratched my back like when I was sick and I was like oh my god <laughs> like this is the best thing ever yeah like I just love I love like casual affection yeah that doesn't feel forced because it may and I think part of it is like first of all strangers always want to fucking hug you um but like it's like it always feels kind of forced so like especially with like the co-worker thing oh yeah or like classmates would be like oh my god it was so nice being in class with you and then oh, they'd hug actors. me and like, get the fuck away from actors me love to hug I know I'm like oh, god <laughs> um yeah, but I but I'm a person that's like I will hug anyone, <laughs> and and I, that's why I've made a concerted effort to ask and to yeah, ask people if I can touch them nice. before I'm like arranging them or you know especially if they're nude when I'm doing a nude shoot. Oh you know? yeah. Oh, see, it's kind of funny because like in like photo shoots, like the photographer is always like, "Oh, do you mind if I touch you?" And I'm mm-hmm. always like, "You could literally do anything mm-hmm. you wanted to me. Maybe yeah. not literally, or yeah. Anything, but you could do most things to me, yeah. And I'm gonna be good. Most most performers are like that with photographers or whoever's behind the yeah. camera. But sometimes people have things around touch. I have yeah, had a couple sure. clients that have PTSD from past assaults, and I had a couple that were on the spectrum, and they're like, "Oh my god, I'm so glad you asked." Like, I hear mm-hmm. that, that. yeah, it's really not, and it's so easy to ask versus just assuming. Yeah, like, it takes practice. It took me some practice, and definitely. sometimes, and I've been having to shift my language from like, "I'm going to touch your hair" to like. Can I move this hair? Yeah. Right. And that's a thing that I've caught myself a lot in the last month as I've been making this concerted shift. <laughs> okay. I want to go back to uh, your smut. Mm. Mm-hmm. Is it – did you call it smut? What yes, is I it? Did. Okay. You, but is that – that's your title for it. Um, or is it called smut? Um, okay. So like written porn is often referred to I know, as smut. No, I know that. But um, I didn't know if it was like a specific uh, like brand of smut or something. Oh, um, no, I don't think so. I mean like – I mean, I know, like, oh, okay. So, um, when I was, like, I don't know how old I was, maybe 13, 14, I, after, like, I stopped reading those books and I was, like, okay, like, I want to find things that are, like, more to my taste. And then I was, like, I looked up, like, the massage thing. And then I was, like, oh, what if it was, like, a strip search, like, gone wrong or, oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Or, like, yeah. a, like, um, like a cop is frisking you and it's mm-hmm. like, mm, also object insertion with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Um, and then like from there, I like kind of went into an illegal hole on uh-huh. the internet a little bit. What, kind, what do you um, mean? Like I accidentally stumbled on like kitty porn. Oh. Yeah. Um, but I was a child and I saw myself in both roles. Oh. So I read a lot of it. Yeah. It was weird. But, like, what I took out of it was, like, the idea of, like, the control versus non-control. But, like, looking back, I was like, ooh, that's not good. That's a lot like, of that's, stuff. That's a lot of stuff. Do you remember how it made you feel? Um, I mean, I, I usually skip past any of, like, the <laughs> – I skim past, like, any, like, setup or, like, weird stuff. And I just go straight to, like, the the smutty parts. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm not – like, if a if a – so like brief foray into like weird, like gross stuff. Um, but like I got things out of it that like were very useful to me. And then I like moved over to like kind of fan fiction because I was mm-hmm. like, this stuff is kind of wait, what were the useful things? Oh, like the the control versus non-control, okay. like okay. the the rougher 
sex. But like in like for me, like when I was reading it, it wasn't like this is a child and an adult. For me, it was oh. like this is me and me. Right. Enacting both parts. And I was like 14 or uh, maybe younger. I don't – I'm horrible at yeah. ages. I don't really remember my whole – Same. In a timeline fashion. But uh, then I like moved over into more fan fiction because um, I was like, this is gross. Like it's at one at some point you're like, okay, I can't skim anymore. This is just gross. Yeah. Um, and so I like moved to fan fiction and I was like, okay, cool. So I like looked up like – pairings that I was more interested in but then I, the problem I ran into that is like romantic pairings that I'm interested in like fan fiction on them is like way too fluffy like it's mm. so romantic and yes. like and I was like I don't want this I find <laughs> that I respond really negatively to stuff that is like my one true love yeah. and and things that try to use jealousy as a stand-in for love yeah really bother me yeah because I, agree. I don't think they are the same thing Agreed. And I don't like people defending their jealousy by claiming that it's related to love. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that also, I like, think. like, why don't you trust the person you're with? Trust the person you're like, with. Well, be in a relationship where you can talk about it yeah. and respect the agreements you make. Yeah. I'm all about that. But once you make agreements, like if you're with a partner and you think they're not doing right by you agreement-wise, whatever that is. Talk to them about it. Yeah. And yeah. if you really know they're not, like, I don't know. That's just my personal thing. I don't, like, I'm not a, I, jealousy can fuck off, in my opinion. <laughs> like, I'm just so uninterested in it. And That's it's so fair. prevalent in all of our storylines with the love yeah. triangles and stuff, too. Like, one of my, um, one of my all-time favorite shows is Parks and Rec. Mm -hmm. Love it. Um, so, like, Ben and Leslie were, like, mm -hmm. always one of my go-tos. And, like, Han and Leia, mm -hmm. always one of my go-tos. Mm -hmm. Um... But, like, neither of them – there's, like – there's kind of antagonistic stuff in the beginning of both of their relationships, which I is, I don't like, remember Ben and Leslie's beginnings because I was in um, and out of Parks and Rec. He was a dick at okay. the beginning okay. um, because he was, like, the tax cut, the tax budget cutter, whatever. Um, and, like, so they have a little animosity and then they, like, kind of, like, grew. And I'm, I'm like, an enemies to lovers kind of girl. But, mm. like, or like, like, OG crush – Elizabeth and Darcy, like, mm -hmm. like Pride mm -hmm. and Prejudice, like mm -hmm. set the standard so high. But like, I love that. Like, I love a, I love a, an animosity to yeah. understanding. Yeah. Um, but not when it comes to like masturbating, like at all. Like, I love that in like in stories, and like Got that's it. what my heart likes. Yeah. But like, that's not what my body likes. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, because because Han kind of forces himself on Leia. Like bit, he really does. Bit, it's like yeah. really not like it would not fly today. Yeah, but, but like, that's what we got taught was like the epitome of romantic. I was like, yeah. Hell yeah, let's go. Yeah, well, we've been conditioned that way. Like I feel right. like the society's like yeah, like good. every rom com is just, just a guy stalking her. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ugh. I'm not a big fan of rom coms. Uh, but. Uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like I, like, transitioned into, like, uh, the, like, archive of our own, and I, like, looked kind of into that stuff, and I had to, like, stay away. I just, like, started, like, searching by rating, because mm -hmm. if I, like, and, and then I, like, found what I wanted from that, rather than, like, finding things from, like, romantic characters that I liked. Yeah. Because I was, like, this doesn't do the trick for me. Like, I like reading this for, like, fun, but, like, I, it's not, like, getting the goal accomplished. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I like stopped. Would you say you're very goal oriented when it comes to sexual stuff? 
I was, I was like, in life, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. I mean, like, it's not usually like a, like, I've never like, just like, um, I don't know how to, like, I've never like meandered. Like, I, I'm yeah. like direct to the point. Like, do you think you would enjoy being teased for a long period of time? I think so. Mm-hmm. Like, I've definitely like read stuff like that mm-hmm. and been like, oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and been like, the really hard part about smut is that like some is so poorly written mm-hmm. is that it's just frustrating and you're like, oh, okay, fine. I guess I get to imagine and then just like finish myself. But like, it's so frustrating. But like what? Like what are some of the, I haven't read enough stuff. I have some things uh, I want. I, I've been to an erotic writing workshop really? that Emily Nagoski, who wrote Come As You Are, held at, uh, have you been to the Ripped Bodice mm-mm. in Culver City? <gasps> we should go. Okay, okay, cool. It's a bookstore in okay. Culver City. That's all romance novels. Ooh. And it's beautiful. Oh, I think my best friend has talked it's about it. Beautiful. The on, literally the only books she reads are romance novels. So they have a bunch all of bodice workshops. Yeah, yeah. They have they have a bunch of workshops and and events like that. And oh, so cool. I went to this workshop and it's because for me too, at the time just trying to put language to things. Yeah. I mean, I, that's why I actually want to read more erotic fiction because it's yeah, that's one of the future podcasts that I want to have is a erotic book club oh i will be there i know I, right i love reading and i love <laughs> yeah erotic reading it'll be interesting to share with other people like it's i don't know interesting but like different than what i'm used to um which is like not sharing information like you know like you can't tell your parents about your sex life that explicitly i mean some people do i don't yeah i'm, I'm not gonna do i'm not gonna do that <laughs> um lovers we are gonna take a quick pause for a word from our sponsor and they have given me notes to do a sultry female voice. So I'm very excited and I'm going to do my best. Did you know the Flora app is a safe place to open up, embrace your desires, and find like-minded people? This is the story of one couple who found the threesome of their dreams, discovered a new level of shared passion, and stepped into a whole other realm of possibilities. All thanks to Flora. As life's routines settled in, Robert and Lucy found themselves yearning to explore uncharted territories. So they downloaded Floor and embarked upon a thrilling journey of sensual experimentation, learning more about each other's desires in the process. Open-minded and adventurous, Robert and Lucy dreamt of adding a new dimension to their intimacy, sharing the touch of another woman, being witnessed and connecting in a way that transcends the ordinary. In Floor's diverse and accepting community, Lucy connected with Emily, a babe craving the same experiences. So they invited Robert to the conversation. The chemistry built and anticipation heightened as they exchanged messages until finally their agreed-upon date night arrived. A gorgeous hotel was the setting for their evening of pleasure, passion, and connection. A shared exploration that fulfilled each party's desires. Floor App celebrates the beauty of open-minded connections. It's a platform where fantasies come to life and desires are embraced without judgment. For couples seeking adventure with others or individuals keen on exploring, Floor invites us all to a world where every desire is a possibility waiting to unfold. Download Floor now, express your desires freely, and find like-minded people today. But yeah, so I have fully, uh, I think I've fully lost my train of thought on, uh, on the, uh, the smut category. We were just talking about the different types of uh, explorations, and then we were talking about... Oh, you asked uh, what what's like the turnoff where I like stop reading. Yes. Um, it's like when there's like too many 
synonyms for like penis and vagina because I'm a very like again my mom was a gynecologist I was raised to say the fucking words yeah everyone likes like uh have you seen 10 things I hate about you when been the, a long time the principal yes. is like writing an erotic novel and mm-hmm. she's like his turgid member yes. it's like shit yep. like that that's I the hate, that's the classic yeah I hate that what are some do you off the top of your head do you know any other specific ones that you hate or love um, anytime somebody describes anything as pulsating mm-hmm. or if they're like she opened up to him I was like, instead of saying, I was like, just, I was just like, I don't know. I, and I I guess I can't like pinpoint exactly like which words it is that like makes it so I can't read it. And it's Mm. also like the quality of some of the writing where it's just like, oh, are you 12? Like, please get off of this, this category. Like go do something else. Um, Yeah. Maybe they are 12. Yeah. Like that's like the only thing I'm like, oh, and like sometimes you'll read and you'll be like, oh, you don't know what anatomy is. You don't know. I was like, oh boy. Or the, and the, like, wait, like what? Like what? Well, like anytime somebody <laughs> like is it's like, just an imagination. Anytime. Yeah. Like any t- like, or they'll like say something like that, like a boob just wouldn't do. Mm. <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't know what you think gravity does. Like they're like, they're like her breasts stayed up even as she laid down. I'd be like, that's not, that's not how they that work. That doesn't happen. Like, I don't care how perky your breasts are. And that doesn't happen. If it does good for you. And please like, like, Share that with the world. Yeah. Wonderful, I'm sure. Yeah. But I've never met anyone who. With sizable breasts. Yeah. Where no, they're. No. I mean, maybe fake ones. They're like maybe totally. Fake ones, yeah. But even. Hard. But they move still. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, or like anytime, anytime in a story when they're about to do like anal and they just like go in and I'm like, <laughs> please use something to lubricate. Like it's, yeah. it's stressful. Like, yeah. Like, and I've never tried anything. Like anal wise, because I no, no like finger like, like rubbing around the edge. Mm-mm. Yeah, okay. no, I uh, like theoretically, I think I'd enjoy it, mm-hmm. but like I am not like it's not comfortable for me to like reach that far behind my body. Like I, not, my arms are not. I do a left-handed back around. Mm. That's what I do when I'm when I'm masturbating with one finger up my butt. Interesting. <laughs> I mean, like because I've like thought of it and like. <laughs> I have like the, I almost said TMI and like, I was like, this is literally the whole podcast. Um, but yes. like when I, when I like, when I poop, mm-hmm. it's like orgasmic. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, the first thing I ever read on the internet about butt sex, like, cause I was researching it. Yeah. Said, if you're a person who really enjoys pooping, you'll probably like butt sex. Which is why I think I'd probably. I read that and like, I was like, into what? it, But like, I don't. I don't like feel confident enough in my abilities yeah, to yeah, like yeah. do it on my own. Yeah. So I was like, Oh wait. It's, I mean, I will say for my own explorations, like putting a finger up my own butt is a very different experience from like having anal sex. Right. Uh, still enjoyable because my favorite thing about just having even just this nub of my finger up my butt when I orgasm is that I can feel Tincture. the pulsation. And I just yeah, love it so that's much. That's my favorite thing about because like I'll just like kind of have an object like if I'm like masturbating I'll have an object in my vagina yeah. and I'll be like masturbating clitorally mm-hmm. and like I can just like feel it squeeze yep. and I either feel it yep. like go in a little bit more yeah. or go out a little bit more and I'm like Yes, I love the body. So good. Like, it's yes. so great. Like, yes. Oh, I yeah. do. I love the body. It's great. Ooh, I meant to ask you, yes. when did you realize you were bisexual? Or did you always know? Or was it, how, what was that like for you? Um, I mean, like, I guess I don't know when I realized that I was bisexual. Mm-hmm. I also, like, don't define bisexual as, like, within the gender binary. Like, I am attracted to anyone. It doesn't matter if they're non-binary, oh, yeah. binary, 
female presenting, male presenting. Whatever. I say pansexual because it's supposed to encompass that. Yeah. And I know that like there's like I literally saw a tweet earlier today that was like reminder that bisexual and pansexual aren't the same thing. And I was like, yeah, but like part of it is that I think that bisexuality has adapted since it was first introduced because most of the community understands that it's not like the gender binary is not the gender binary. You know what I yeah. mean? Like it's not one or the other. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. There's a multitude. It's a sliding scale. Why do you prefer that term? It's more easily packageable. Mm. Um, so, because you, you don't have to explain it. Yes. Ah. Um, because I, I also like the flag more. What do you, there's flags? Yeah. Happy Pride Month, guys. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah, there's flags. flags. It's like it's pink, blue, and purple. You like the flag more. I mean, I've like been aware that I would like. I mean, so when I was 16, I was like, I would like to have sex with another person. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't, I would like to have sex with a guy. It was, I would like to have sex with another person. And I don't, it was never a conscious thing. Mm -hmm. um, it was just kind of like a, cool, okay. Do you and remember, then, oh, no, you're good. Do you remember early lady attractions? Or, or, um, yeah. Or non-male like, people attractions? Um, yeah, like Kira Knightley. Yes. Yeah. Pirates like, of the Caribbean when her hair is all wet and dripping and she's in the robot. Well, also like Pride and Prejudice. Like yeah, true. I <laughs> uh, love her. Like she's great. Um, God, there are so many women I'm attracted to. Lucy Liu. Mm -hmm. Like Kate Blanchett. Mm -hmm. I just uh, – women are – Women are really winning for me. Um, yes. Like aesthetically, usually interacting wise. Like, yeah. Uh, it's just usually great. Um, but like, and I think it was like kind of like a societal thing in that like I for some, like in my mind, I thought of like a penis as like my first time. Right. You know, but, but then I was like, <laughs> women can have penises and also strap-ons are a thing. Yep. Um, so like, we don't have to keep like I was yeah. like we don't have to keep it like locked into any specific person and like the first people I came out to um I had two friends in high school um and we all three of us came out to, uh, to each other as bisexual at the same time what yeah. what was that like um like where like, were you how we were who in said school it first? we were in class oh. um it was like it was like the day had ended and like we were like in a little triangle we were like all standing in a triangle um and this like uh it was a, a guy and a girl and uh I think the girl said it first. And we, at the same time, we were like, me too. And it was just like, it was like so nice. It was like the first time I had said it. It was the first time I had really like realized or conceptualized it. Like something interesting that happened when I was younger also is like, I wasn't aware that I had a body until I was like 12. What do you mean? I don't really know. Like I wasn't like aware of... <sighs> okay, I don't know if this is like a thing that you do, but like for me... I am constantly aware of how I look. I'm constantly aware of, like, how I am moving through space, how much space I'm taking up, mm. like, how other people are perceiving what I'm doing, how I'm looking, facial expressions, all of that. Um, voice inflection. My natural voice is very monotonous. Like, I sound like a serial killer. Um, or I just sound very angry. Um, mm. Not all the time. Have but people like, told you When that? I have no emotion like when I have no energy it's like it's like very like blah 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 and I can just hear it so I didn't realize like I wasn't like brought into awareness of having like a physical vessel and being mm. aware of it until I was like 12 which is interesting because I started masturbating when I was eight but like I wasn't aware of like the presence I had in the world so the space tracking 
is that related? Did that happen before you were aware of a body or after? Like when you were like tracking how much space you take up in the world? Happened at the same time. At the like same that time. Is, okay, that that's is what like what you. I consider okay. like, like that's when I first, like that my first memory of like knowing I had a body was in middle school. Like mm-hmm. when I was 12. What was it? Um, I mean, it's pretty hazy. It's just like walking around the school. But yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. like I, I can pinpoint when I realized wow. that I was like taking up space and like had a body and I wasn't just like me in a way. I don't know. It was, it was very strange. And then that's when I became more performative mm. as a person um, and like cared more about what I looked like and yada, yada, yada. And like am now a person in the world who has like self-conscious issues and, you know, body issues and stuff. Like before then I was like, I was good. Yeah. I was like, fine. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, it, so like me being bisexual also came into realization that way. And it just feels right to say that I'm bisexual rather than pan. Yeah. Um, even though my under, my definition of bi is more pan. Um, sorry to anyone who's pan and, and doesn't agree. I'm not it's offended. Just, I'm just curious about the yeah. language. Yeah. So like for me, that's, that's like, it's essentially, it's essentially what people think of as pan because I don't subscribe to a gender binary mm-hmm. in my belief of people. So mm-hmm. I am I am open to whoever, I mean, whoever I find attractive, whoever I have a connection with, you know, yeah. is who I would be willing to be with in any sense of the word. Right. Um, but yeah. And then cute side note, my brother and I came out to each other. Um, he, he, he's like super on, on like a sliding scale. Like he doesn't really have like, like he's like kind of identifying as gay now, but like he, he under, he, we came out as bisexual to each mm-hmm. other. Very cute. We had like a three hour dinner. It was in February of 2016, <laughs> and we we went to this Afghani restaurant. It was delicious. Where is that? Madison, Wisconsin. Oh, yeah, sorry, oh. Um, but that's where that's where he goes to school. Uh, just graduated, and um, we had this like really long, really nice dinner. Like he told me about his drug use, um, which our parents are very anti drug. Like, oh. and I'm like. I don't do anything because I like to have control. Yeah. Um, like, I don't even like drinking. I don't drink. Um, so I'm, I'm like very much like I like to be aware all the mm. time. Um, and he, I, I don't know his thought process on it, but he, he enjoys recreational drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, so he like told me about that and like blah, blah, blah. And then he was like, uh, he was like, yeah. And like, I'm actually like bisexual. And I was like, me too. And then we were like, oh, okay. Um, so that was like really cute. And I really liked that memory. So that's awesome. Yeah. And I got to meet his partner. Um, I went home for his graduation. So I met his partner that's and they were so nice. Amazing. Yeah. They were very chill, very mellow. I was like, yeah, you're and your great. Your parents sound pretty chill and supportive. Oh yeah. Both my parents are super supportive, but in like a weird way, <laughs> like my, my dad, when, when, some, I think Neil Patrick Harris came out. When Neil mm. Patrick Harris came out, my dad was like, who cares? You know, like he, like he doesn't I cared care. because I love him so much. Well, also. And now I know he like, does not like women. And so I don't have a shot. <laughs> well, my thing is like, it, it matters because visibility in media is important yeah, to children it is. who are it growing up huge. and like want to, like, if you don't see yourself, like you feel kind of like, I have never seen a chubby girl on TV that was not a joke. I have never. Much less having a sex drive. Exactly. Like I've never, I've never seen that, um, for like, like Rebel Wilson always makes fun of herself. Melissa Mm. McCarthy always makes fun of herself. I believe Nicole Byer, I haven't watched this show yet, but I was listening to Good One, a podcast about jokes, which is one of my favorite (laughs) podcasts. And 
her interview I love because she has a bit about fisting her roles and then on this podcast goes on to talk about how one of the roles she she actually got to play a character with a sex drive because she's a she's a big lady yeah, and she's like nice. look guys I know I'm fat like mm, yeah you don't it's not a secret it's, yeah blah, 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 blah. and she's oh, yeah something I hate is whenever somebody is like because I'll be like, yeah, I'm fat. And somebody be like, no, you're beautiful. I was like, I didn't say I wasn't. That's, I, I think she both. also makes that point. Like, and I hate that. Yeah, like, I hate that up. it's like. Separate. Can I ask you about your body image issues mm-hmm. you mentioned? Okay. All right. Should I call them issues? Can I ask them about, can I ask you about your body image stuff? Sure. <laughs> Do you think it affects your willingness to be naked with another human? Um. In a sexual way specifically? Yeah, probably. I mean, I don't really know in practice. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm about to be willingly naked for the first time in front of another person, and it's going to be you. I'm very excited and honored. (laughs) Um, But, like, I've never had, like, I've never been shy. Like, in in school, like, we would just change in the room, you know, because it was an acting school, and we would just go for it. Um, I, like, I've played strip Mario Kart with my friends. Like, I'm not Super. But do you win a lot or are no. you a loser at Mario Kart and then you get okay. naked? It's so hard because like I am not insecure about my body. I am insecure about how other people view my body. Mm. I don't like vanity versus pride, I guess, like how I see myself versus how others see me. Um, And I guess I'm more like my body stuff uh, is more from how anxious I am. Yeah. And paranoid I am about what other people are thinking. Would you feel comfortable sharing some of those imaginings about what they're thinking? Uh, like, um, I mean, I guess it's it's more like feelings rather than like words of what mm-hmm. they're thinking. Like kind of like, ugh, like, mm. like she thinks she can be wearing that or like, or like she looks terrible or she's trying too hard or, and and like, it's not usually like, it's not like, it's not when I am trying too hard, right. like, or anything like that. It's just like those little insecurities of like how yeah. other people might be thinking, but probably aren't paying attention to me at all. Um, and like, like I have never felt <laughs> this is sad, but I've never felt like attractive to another person, really ever. And like, um, so like, <laughs> so I, so it's like hard for me to be like, oh, like, like no one has ever like made me feel attractive in their presence Mm. really like and I think that's also like partly like my thing is that like because people will compliment me and be like oh you look so nice today and I'll be like thanks and then I'll in my head I'll be like today you Mm. know like that kind of shit like where Mm -hmm. it's like Mm -hmm. like you're like making making things seem more sinister than they are yeah and like I think that's like my paranoia (laughs) like where it's just like making making things seem more more sinister and more more devious than things actually are Mm -hmm. um but I feel like, I don't know, like when I think, when I'm like in a room, I think like, oh, like it's so, like it's so like, oh, like she's too like, like there's too many like lines on her body or like, like, I don't know. It's what do you hard. mean line? So like, um, so like, you know, when your bra's a little too tight mm-hmm. and like your back fat's a little like mm-hmm. poofing out, that, like, like oh, literally like that, like I happens love to everybody. Those lines. But like, really? I do. I, I love, um, I love weird body shapes. I love twisting and getting 
crinkles in my side. Like I've been oh. recently taking pictures of that because oh. I thought it was cool. Oh, okay. And Very different experiences. I know. Crinkles. I know. Well, because I've spent now a little over a year taking, well, I've spent like three years taking naked pictures of myself because mm-hmm. I, when I shaved my head, I, it's weird because it's not like I felt super duper in my body before, but when I shaved my head, I was like, I don't know what or who I am. Like oh. even to this day, I look in a mirror and I'm like, what's it? Oh yeah. <laughs> and it's been three years. It's been over three years. Mm-hmm. And so it really affected my, my sexual identity. Cause mm-hmm. I've had long blonde mermaid hair and I oh. have, I have an hourglass figure and I was so used to getting attention from people. Mm-hmm. And when I shaved my head, my perception of myself changed. Okay. So literally anytime anyone shows me interest at all, I'm like, what you, Huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. I never believe eh? anybody. Yeah. I never believe anybody yeah. because I have a history of it not being true. Like my my best friend is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Like she is like hands down the prettiest person I've ever seen. And sure, maybe that's a little bit of bias because I she's the love of my totally. life. Totally. But like me, I'm, I'm like unbiased, also just like damn, like a solid 10 if we're doing a scale, yeah, like yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. And uh, and she's super insecure about her body. Like everybody is insecure. Everybody has is stuff. Insecure. Yeah. And like the really tricky thing for me because I'm plus size is that mm-hmm. like whenever anybody who's really small or when, when like whenever anyone who's skinny is like, oh, like I just feel so like bad. I'm like, I'm like, yes, your feelings oh. are valid, but also like your feelings aren't valid. Yeah. Like, like I'm just yeah. like, I'm like, you are so like, you are not that skinny equals pretty. That's not true. But, but like true. you are not like, I don't know. Like, I'm just like, I'm so now, like I'm so nice to other people and I'm so mean to myself. Yeah. But like, and it's like a, like, I don't know. It's just like, please stop. Also like, oh, pet peeve is when like skinny people are like, oh, I feel so fat. And I'm like, then what am I? A fucking whale? Like, yeah. get the fuck out of here. Like, that sucks. I don't know. That like just that, sucks. Also, yeah. Like, also, I'm sorry you feel like a whale. Like, you know. Yeah, that sucks. I mean. Like, it sucks all it around. It sucks on all the levels. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's awful. I hate how, like, we all fucking feel yeah. insecure. Like, I hate that. Well, that's why I have started wiggling on Instagram yes, every day. I saw. You did? You saw? Yeah. Yeah. I follow, I follow you, so I see your stories. So there is a thing about wiggling that makes me feel it's weird because we did nude yoga in here last night Mm -hmm. and I shared with the women afterward like after wiggling for 32 days in a row and then doing this like sensual dancey body movement stuff I was like primed to wiggle it was almost like I had gone back in the other direction where I'm like no I don't need to be this is sexy too like this weird jiggly motion is sexy But there is something for me that causes great, great joy with wiggling. And okay, oh, right. look, we have a visitor who's come to oh, examine you. We'll see. We'll see if he joins God. us. Okay. Uh, I just want to ask a few questions. I know that's Muse. I know. Oh, <laughs> you gonna come join us? Please no. do. Please come join He's us. Thinking about it. Um, he'll he will come out to visit when you're naked. Okay, cool. I'm just going to ask you a few questions about like what you might imagine things would be like. Okay. Blowjobs. Awful. <laughs> Going down on a woman. Great. Getting gone down on. Solidly fantastic. Goals. Do you think, do you have any sense of if, if a person were to go down on you, mm-hmm. do you have any sense of what you would like them to do with their mouths? 
I know you said earlier you don't know. Yeah, I'm not really sure because like I've never I've never like had that sensation. Yeah. So like I mean, I'm assuming I'd be more interested in like clitoral stimulation rather. But than, also like, you like spearing. objects inside, so, so, yeah, so like maybe really you like that to tell. Tongue. Like maybe I'm just like you know like their fingers and their tongue like yeah. double teaming it on their end. But would you ever be interested in a threesome or group sex? Yes. What about a play party? Yes. What if like, what if I was like, hey, by the way, I don't have, this is not true, but what if I was like, hey, there's a play party tonight. Do you want to go? They're cool people. Would you go? Like, are you ready today or is it like a future thing? I mean, I've thought about it mm-hmm. because our mutual friend is gone mm-hmm. and I've been tinkering with the idea mm-hmm. of asking her mm-hmm. if she would take me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I don't know if like tonight I'd be ready because I like, maybe like I need to prep my brain a little. One like, week from tonight. Yes. Ooh, okay. Yeah. That's that's sooner rather than later. Yeah. Uh, public sex, but not at like a play party, like somewhere you're not supposed to be having sex. Um, I don't know because I'm really paranoid. Like I don't know how Same. that would. I don't know how that I would freak out. out. I'd be like, <gasps> like, and also like I think it's like real. Like I'm not a fan of PDA. Yeah. Like I'm not even a fan of like seeing people like kiss. But what if it was like someone's like, let's do it in the dressing room. I would be like, absolutely not. I cannot. Oh yeah. I couldn't do that. But yeah. like, that's also like a worry about my size thing is that mm. like I would take up, make too much noise. I'm worried because, about like, that too. Thud. Um, good to know. Yeah. But, but yeah, like I, I'm, I'm not like, I'm not really, um, what's the word? Not voyeuristic. No, wait, which one's the one where you're watching? Voyeuristic. Okay, which one's the one where you're not where exhibitionist? You're I'm not an exhibitionist. I Same. don't think. I don't like, know. I'm not. I would if it was a play party. I wouldn't mind I being the center of like, attention I, at a play I would party. If it was like of like-minded people, but like yeah. in just a public place, like there's like people like who like like in movie theaters who like no fuck that. I'm like mm mm no. no. I'm trying to enjoy a movie. Yeah, that's I'm not. Gonna, this is not what I signed up for. Exactly. Like, <laughs> no, no. Like, and and I like that. Like, I like a structured yeah. thing, which is Same. why I would be ready to go to a play party in a week because I would. I would, it would be structured. Yeah. Like it would be, these are the rules. So Capricornian. <laughs> it is. Like these are, these are like what the, what the plan is. Yeah, and I, I like, I like a, I like a plan. Great. To wrap up, mm-hmm. if you could go back in time and give younger you any piece of sex advice, what age would you pick and what would you say? Gosh, I don't know. Um... Or right now. If you were going to give oh, yourself a piece of advice right now, what would you give you? Go have sex with someone. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I Because, like, cause like, I've wanted to have sex with someone since I was 16. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like a – I don't, like, I don't know the recipe for, like, what's going to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just want it to happen. Do you feel like you'll feel like it's right when you know it's right? Or are you, like – the opportunity has never presented itself to okay. me. Like no one has ever shown that much interest. Like no one has ever like, and I have never really been that interested in anyone. Yeah. I mean, partly because I think I need to see interest before I can give interest. Because mm, like distinction. Because like I I am attracted to many people. Oh my god, me too. But I am not gonna show sexual interest in them unless they show it first. Because I. I am an aggressive person. Are you flirty? No. You're not. I a- am. No. <laughs> no. No. I, am I love bad at that it. you I'm said bad at it. I'm an aggressive person and I said, are you flirty? And you aggressively said no. <laughs> and I didn't even mean to. <laughs> That's I, great. I, I love it. Yeah. I'm. Uh, yeah. 
And I like never know when people are flirting. Yeah. Like I'm so bad at it, which is bad because I'm an actor. I should be able to read body language. Um, and like, so like I can tell kind of sometimes, but then I'm like, it's usually when I'm not interested. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I'm like, okay, bye. Hello. Um, I think he's flirting with you. Oh my God. Take me home. Um, but, uh, I don't remember what I was saying because I got really distracted by your adorable cat. Oh, we're just talking about being attracted to people and and it not oh. lining up and the opportunity not presenting itself. Yeah. So, oh, I guess my advice, like I, I don't, I don't really know what my advice would be. Maybe, maybe try to be more flirty. I'm, I'm no, real. You don't need to force advice. Really. If nothing's coming to mind, <laughs> yeah, that's nothing's fine. coming to mind. Great. So, like, have sex. Are there <laughs> any sex questions you want to ask me? Um, how did you get into BDSM? I made a profile on FetLife. Mm-hmm. Well, I had a friend. I was very disconnected. I was feeling very disconnected in my sex life. And then I had uh, two friends who were a couple that are my lovers. Mm-hmm. I haven't been for a while, but. I love that sentence. A couple <laughs> that were my lovers. <laughs> and they're they're good friends of mine. They uh, We had a little night together and they tied me up with a tie. And then I was like, I think I want to do this for real. Cause I was like, I think I want to be tied up, but they, neither of them are particularly dominant. Mm-hmm. And so it was just sort of like doing it to do it. Yeah. But being for me then. And I, yeah. So the first person that messaged me that was not weird, I had coffee with <laughs> and he is to this day, my master and we've oh, had our wow. ups and downs, but mm-hmm. it's, and it's been a couple of years, but we recently started seeing each other again and okay. it's been great. So that's been, I'm really into being submissive to someone that is, I mean, really into doming. (laughs) He's like, so he taught me what to do, showed me this, you know, showed me how it all, yeah, Muse doesn't like it when he comes over sometimes. The first time that he zippered me, so there's a thing called zippering where you get clothespins all up and down and they're tied to a string and it really hurts at first. And then oh. you go into the space where you just have See, so I'm many endorphins. Pain, so you like, don't have to yeah. be. That's okay. And then he rips them off. <gasps> I know. At the point of orgasm. It's insane. And oh we've only God. done it a couple times. But okay. I was screaming pretty loud. And that was the one time that Muse came over to the bed and was like, meow, meow, meow. And, I, and we had to like pause. And I was like, hey, buddy, it's okay. And I gave him some, some love and oh. attention to let him know that I was actually fine. Um, and then like how – because like I've never been in like a relationship so like I'm always curious but like how how is that relationship like how is that like how do you not a real relationship okay yeah I I know I know that but like how do you like how do you like how do you speak like how how not regulated but like how Mm -hmm. structured is the relationship like how forward are you with each other because I'm a very honest forward person we are fairly forward with each other like I am the most forward. I'm like, I'm very into direct communication. And what initially attracted me to him is that everything was so explicit, particularly when we were in the clean container of dom-sub relationship. We are here to fuck. You know. Right. Like the very two parameters. Yeah. It was great. The first six months. parameters. He would just come over and I would greet him and I would be ready and and then we would begin. You know, he would say, are you ready to begin? And I would say yes. And it was very formal. And then about a year in, I love you's happened, and oh. yeah, and and it's been much less structured ever since, and I mm. believe that's caused a lot of problems. So okay. when we recently started seeing each other again around my birthday, 
this has a new structure. Like okay. we don't we don't text message. We communicate via email. Um, okay. right. We d- so you know like there's there's more less of a, yeah more of a separation because I can't like I cannot handle someone being like I want to marry you and that's like not a real yeah. thing. But yeah, so we're back to kind of primarily sexual okay. everything, and I and I like that. Uh, I think the thing that was missing from my previous relationships that were more romantic, well, well even my casual relationships, uh, was communication mm-hmm. around sex, mm-hmm. especially around sex, because it's like I when I'm in my young twenties, I was like, I love you, I can't talk to you oh, though, God. you know, and then yeah. and then with my casual people, I was like, well, you know, we're just casual, so I can't talk to them. And I had this, oh. you know, I felt like I couldn't talk to anybody about right. sex stuff because I just didn't know how. So I'm learning. 